Man, <laughs> Chig, there is no movies like this week to talk about. It's not even worth doing a show. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, let's cancel it right now. No movies. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Run, run, the, run the theme music. I watched a really bad movie. Do I oh, hear yeah? about that? Yeah, I do. Do I? I? Do that as a show. Do you? <laughs> do I? It, yeah, it was Nicolas do... Cage, and Where's he didn't have movie? like any lines at all, except he was in like the entire movie. <laughs> oh, let's just do. I feel like, like I've heard of a movie that goes down the, like that. Is it the Five Nights at Freddy's knockoff? Yeah, uh, you, you're calling it a knockoff. I'm calling it a ripoff. It's a ripoff. Really just yeah, mess. Yeah. It is Five Nights at Freddy's. He's in the entire movie. He doesn't say a word the entire movie. Yeah. <clears throat> He, Do you he, think he, uh, he doesn't say he doesn't oh. say no to any projects because he needs the money. He so probably got paid in like beef jerky or something because I get, can't imagine they paid him at, you know, a lot of money. Did he get some people would through. consider? Yeah, some people would consider him not speaking a bonus. No, he went through. He went through a really messy divorce, and so he, that's why he's. Uh, that's why actor. he's doing all these projects that he really? can't say no oh, to. Come on. I thought it was a tax. Raised in Arizona, back ta- he's good. Back taxes, I thought, but I didn't know it was a divorce. I feel great. Or maybe great. it was back taxes. Maybe, I, maybe I'm confusing that with somebody else. I, I feel great, maybe too strong an adjective here. Oh, man, come <clears> on. <throat> You're killing me, Smalls. I'll leave in Las Vegas. <laughs> I'll, I'll go with good actor. Wait, you know what? Face what, off. Come of on. The- Greatest movie ever made, face off. <laughs> Instead See, of regular, you, you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got the movie section out of the way, right at the top of the show, it's what? time to run the theme music. This We're is ahead. the Loose Screws podcast. <laughs> successfully butchered all right well i'm commander jantrax and joining me tonight is commander chig you're supposed to say something <laughs> something <laughs> See, what if he just doesn't talk the rest of <laughs> does he still get paid <laughs> oh my god maybe if i don't talk you guys will pay me also here is commander lieutenant commander data hello good evening and Commander Nurgle. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. And Commander Teflon. <laughs> I posted one in Chick Chat. You got to look at. I'm That's here. Podcasting, I know. Hey, All right. Anyway, hey, I tried to play to a sound. Cage. I tried to play a sound clip right there, and I don't feel like that happened. <laughs> you played- it did. Did it? Dramatic Chipmunk? I heard Dramatic yeah. Chipmunk. Oh. Yep. Man. You okay. probably you have your sounds turned down in, in Weecaster? He's Let deaf. Check. This is deaf. <laughs> I'm gonna check my input yeah. settings in, in Weecaster just to be on the safe it's side. A, yeah, it's well it's good. it's lit. It's lit. It's oh, easy. It's lit. Anyway. <laughs> it's lit. Let me try. Let me let me just, Podcast let me just is check lit tonight. Let me just check. Let me just check. Okay? I'm just gonna I'm, check. Oh no. Why does he keep saying that? I don't know. What's going to happen? Damn these electric sex bands. That's what's going to happen. I'm still not it. hearing anything. I want electric sex bands. That's All right. I don't know. I don't think electric and sex necessarily go well together. 
Don't say that to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) In your output settings, you need SFX volume up and regular volume down. Anyway, that's enough. That's enough of that. Uh, Yes. So that's what it's it's, doing. All right. Well, anyway, it's an it's here we are again. It's another. Yep. It's another week of of disappointment in podcasting, and we've come to the. (laughs) The nucleus of it all, the Loose Screws podcast. And what are we going to do? We're going to talk about Elite Dangerous because there's a little bit of news and who knows what the hell else. But first, what happened in your life this past week, Chig? Um, nothing. All right. What about Data? Uh, Drinking... <laughs> Aldi beer. If you've never tried Aldi the, beer. the store brand beer from Aldi, they have all these really? fun fun knockoffs of all the popular brands. Do, I, I imagine oh. like the Aldi beer, they charge you like twenty five cents for like the plastic six pack holder, and then when you return the six pack holder, you get your quarter back. Is that, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you take your empties back. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been in an Aldi. You're not missing. How much. do you? Did, how do you oh, get that we joke? Love Aldi. Mm. Around here, Aldi's great if you want the one thing they have. Yeah, they don't always have everything. That's true. Well, the Aldi, the last Aldi I went to, they had a really, really, um, really good cheese section. Oh, like really that. diverse. Their cheese cakes. Their cheesecakes are excellent. Back around Thanksgiving, oh. they had they had butter on sale. You could get a pound of butter for like two forty nine. Yeah, and when they put stuff on sale, they put it wow, on sale. Pinch me. Yeah. yeah. If I bought my weight in butter, that would have cost me carry the one <laughs> three three hundred and eighty five dollars or something like that. Crazy. <laughs> they had butter on sale for like two forty nine. Like, uh, what's next on Old Man Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you I not changed, understand uh, who's here? Do they sell socks. I, I changed the air. Gas was a dollar fifty. I changed the air filter in my car. All right, Ooh, yeah. I got to do that. Yep, change your change your air filter, kids. You're I've, supposed uh, to do that once in a while. I've been watching a lot of movies. I've had a lot of time sitting in the chair, feeding the feeding the new baby. I yep. watched a Nick Cage movie called Mandy, and it was good. Huh. I haven't heard of that one. Good Nick but... Cage movie. He's doing Willie's Wonderland anything and everything better. right now. It's weird. Ed, I've been playing uh, still on Spider-Man, having a lot of fun with that game, and Hollow Knight still, same games as last time. Yeah, both good gamepad games. Spider-Man. So that that uh, complies with my lifestyle. <laughs> Copacetic. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, sincerely. Uh, so, so seriously though, Chig, should I? That that was I was. Should I roll back to you? Nah, just move on. There's really <laughs> nothing to talk about. <laughs> all right, all right. What's up, Nurgle? I got a new roof. Hey, a, a new hey, yeah, finally. Yep, they put the roof on Thursday into Friday. We're gonna so, build uh, a new roof, and insurance is gonna pay for it. Yeah, they, they. I'm not going to complain. They paid for all but about three thousand dollars of it. That's all right. Um, yeah, I, I. After two years of fighting with them, I'll take it. Uh, and got a whole bunch of 
damaged places on the soffits and the eaves repaired at the same time. So I'm going to be spending most of my free time for the next couple of weeks painting and putting up trim and doing all sorts of stuff. Mm. But, but the hard the part ladder. is done. You know, I was telling my wife the other day because we, we were at the hardware store looking for outdoor trim and that type of stuff. And, um, you know, I told her that the, the last thing we do before we get out of here is we're going to go up to the front to the tool section and we're going to get a uh, battery-powered brad nailer. Yes. Right on. And, and she I talked at about me and, this. And she looked at me and said, why do we need a battery-powered brad nailer? I said, because when I'm up on a ladder holding the piece of trim <laughs> up with one hand and holding the nail in place with a second hand and hammering it into place with a third hand, which I don't currently have, that brad nailer will really come in handy. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. If you're if you're at Lowe's, I can vouch for the Cobalt battery powered Brad Nailer. Uh, unfortunately, I've already got a whole bunch of Craftsman 20 volt tools, so I okay. want to try to stay in that no, family. Right. Yeah, so right. I so I stay with the batteries. I'm having a hard time finding one at the moment, but uh, we are yeah. definitely talking to our demographic tonight. I can tell. <laughs> I, know. I know it's sad, isn't it? For sure. There's there's a whole bunch of People who are listening to this podcast who don't know what craftsman is this because is, they're too young to know. <laughs> this is a cobalt household, son. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sounds like sounds like Nurgles is a Sears. Household. Yeah. Well, I wish. I Sears wish it was is a, gone. Craftsman yeah. lives on. I, craftsman I wish kept it, Sears along as long as he could. I, I wish it was a Dewalt household, but I can't afford that shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I managed uh, Sunday afternoon. I think I managed to actually play elite for an hour. Ooh! Hey. Whoa! Which may put me ahead of everybody except tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Combined. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's that's that's it. Nothing nothing interesting happened at work. Um, and I got a roof. All right. Raise the Sweet. roof. Fantastic. I guess that's down to Teflon then, man. What's up? Oh, hey, what's up? How's it going? How's Ohio? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> High in the middle and round on both ends. It's fine. People <laughs> people here don't understand what real snow is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My mother-in-law. They lose their mind like for three so to five concerned. inches, and it's like, what are you talking about that's not even yeah. like real <laughs> snow i can still see grass like <laughs> let me know when you get south dakota or minnesota level snow when it's up past my knee like yeah. come on yeah yeah there was gonna not be that a little bit of snow about that my mother-in-law was all worked up about it and telling me oh geez you're really gonna go out and i'm like i got stuff to do what <laughs> What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah. I didn't it, know that they closed schools due to fog. But that happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But, you know, it's it's like that everywhere. Because years ago, I had a friend that lived at California. And, you know, and I I can't remember who called who, but we're talking on the phone. It's like, yeah, I heard y'all had an earthquake out there today. And he's, yeah, it was like a 4.0. We barely felt it. <laughs> you know, and this is the same guy that called me and said, are you going to have to evacuate because of the hurricane? Like, Dude, it's a category one. I'm going to work. <laughs> so, but, but it's you know, it's you get used to the stuff that happens where you yeah. live. So the, right. food the food truck in the corner is still running. Why would I 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like Florida's all the time in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Except in the winter where it rains uh, iguanas. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, yeah, well. I mean, other than that, we got some house construction yeah. going on. We're doing some, we're putting up a, a new wall for the bedroom, um, between the bedroom and the kitchen. Uh, we're putting a wall in the bedroom and we're making the kitchen pay for it. um other than that i've been doing a lot of i've been doing some reading and some writing stuff and i've been making tiktoks and yelling about the wizards of the coast stuff because it's so bad you guys it's still so bad yeah (laughs) it's It's real bad is there an update since since this was this oh, is probably the best yeah. part of the podcast so, since yeah. it became chig chat last week? Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> oh man, like I I wanted to post more since then since we did that whole thing in chig oh, yeah. chat. I, uh, I could but, go on a rant about this, but because uh, so much more has happened, but I I was like I don't want to take over chig chat again. So <laughs> if if I when the next time I post something in the Discord, I'll probably just put it in other games. Um. Listen, I can yeah. summarize. They they put out a new press release and a new version of the gaming license, which had a whole bunch of, hey, guys, look what we made better. Don't look at the corners where we doubled down on the really bad stuff. In their new statement, they put, instead of putting it from, like, the team, they're doing it from a person who's executive producer. So you'll try to identify more with one person who's a real person that has a name. <laughs> who's, who's been the executive producer since, and I'm not making this up, November. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but he wants so, to talk to us about how like D and D has done like wonders for him and his whole like life and his friend group. And it's like, look, man, I'm sure you're a nice guy, Kyle. Uh, yeah. but we don't want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> like just, I, taking this moment to convince people that D and D is cool, is that yeah. was that the angle? Like yeah. I don't think that's the thing they're worried about. Yeah, oh, exactly. It, it, was, it was rolling out poor Kyle as the sacrificial lamb to convince the community that, hey, we're really not evil if you don't look real close. So mm. the real, like, um, this guy on YouTube, his name is D&D Shorts is the name of his channel, yeah. right? Yeah. And he put out this really good video because <laughs> yeah. um, he has a, a he has sources inside Wizards of the Coast that work on, like, the design team and stuff like that. Uh, and there are plenty of people inside Wizards of the Coast who don't have executive pull, who are not happy about all this stuff too. Um, Naturally, but uh, um, and and everybody only has nice things to say about like the design team and the design leaders and stuff like that. It's the executive levels. Like uh, apparently they brought in. So for one, their CEO, their current CEO, they brought in came over from video games, working on like Microsoft stuff and things like that in their online space and is famously quoted as saying D and D's under monetized. Um, and, the, and that how they want to unlock the type of recurrent spending they see in video games. Uh, well, yeah. and the, the director of their online services is, uh, who's apparently calling all these shots, yeah. um, came over from Sony online entertainment. And I don't know if I should say his name on a podcast, uh, but, um, his background is MMOs. Yeah, his ba- and he and he is uh, famously um, talked about how he he he's never played D and D and he doesn't feel like he needs to understand D and D to know um, how how things should move forward. Um, so 
in a nutshell, what they're really banking on and what they're really trying to uh, get away with is this um, this new they've put a lot millions and millions of dollars into this new virtual tabletop they're developing. It's not even about D and D beyond anymore. And this is going to be outside of D and D beyond. Um, they're developing this like 3d space, a virtual tabletop. Yeah, yeah. And they're really, they really don't want people, other virtual tabletops to, to do like spell animations and things like that on their virtual tabletop. And it's like, I don't think they understand the game they're developing for because nobody plays D and D for graphics. Yeah. Nobody, nobody (laughs) like, and it should be pointed out. They're building their virtual tabletop on the unreal engine. Yeah. So what do you think they're looking for? (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like, are, are you developing a video game like wizards of the coast? Like, is this what this feels like a video game? And if we wanted to play video games, we would they, play video games. Those like, are out there. Yeah, those yeah, are there. They exist. Yeah, there are Dungeons and Dragons ones. Have you not heard of them? You have two. You had two MMOs. Not to mention you have a big one coming out this year that I already paid for. Otherwise, I wouldn't buy it because <laughs> it's not too uh, late to cancel that transaction. Just ask tracks. Yeah. <laughs> so they're developing this virtual tabletop and like. The the mar- that's the market they're really trying to corner. They're like the future of D and D is in online. Which granted, my group plays online, and we use a virtual tabletop called Roll Twenty. And I'm going to transition over, or my plan I plan is to transition over to Foundry, um, and move everything over there. But like they're putting so many millions of dollars in this virtual tabletop and all these animations and things that I I really feel like this is not. I really feel like this is going to work out real bad for them. <laughs> yeah, could be. This this ends poorly for them. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, you take over. <laughs> I think you covered it fairly well. They're they're trying to. They've got this idea in their head that they're going to transition basically to a some version of yeah. tabletop MMO thing, and they want to completely corner the market. Um. Yeah, they they basically but they want to do that with with legalese instead of products that are great so that nobody will go anywhere else. And it's what they've done is instead of cornering the market with better products, they've dropped a legal bomb to just attempt to eliminate anything that resembles competition. Um, But they've they should have learned from this before because TSR, when Gary Gygax and Cruz still owned it, tried. This is what led to the downfall of TSR. They tried to squeeze every drop of money out of a, a weak product, and that allowed Wizards of the Coast to step in and buy them when they came apart. And then Wizards of the Coast tried to do the same thing with version 4.0, where they tried to change the license and do a bunch of other stuff, And which is why we have Pathfinder and Piezo today. And they, they're repeating their own history for a third time. They're setting fire to the community in the name of trying to squeeze profits out and it's going to create the next Paizo or, you know, or something else, and it's just going to drive people away. I mean, Paizo has said they're ready to fight this in court if they try to um, uh, do away with the 1.0 alpha license that gives them the freedom to use. Because you can't you, – that's one thing you can't copyright is you can't copyright game mechanics. You can re- copyright game mechanics terminology – certain terms but you can't copyright outright mechanics that's 
That's sure. not copyrightable. Otherwise, nobody could ever roll dice ever anywhere because Yahtzee yeah. exists. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Same principle. Yahtzee yeah. or Las Vegas would have it. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Oh, thrilling. <laughs> That's you one word like for dog. it. You lie like a dog. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, I did actually play Elite this week. Kind of a lot more than usual, but um, you know, experimented with uh, doing some things. We we the the thing that I'm still running into is um, that conflict zones, AX conflict zones, seem to be only producing in, uh, Cyclops interceptors, uh, even when they work right, or you know, quote unquote work right. So uh, the thing we tried to do on. Gosh, I guess it was, was it when I streamed? I don't even remember what, what days. I, I played on a few different nights. No, the um, streaming night, weren't we trying to kill orifices? Oh, that's right. Yes, that's a yes. seat. No, you got, me, you got me back on track. So on Tuesday, and that night was we a went disaster. hunting Orthrus, which is, I, I don't know. I don't think it was that much of a disaster. I think that's the current state of Orthrus hunting. Right now, which is to say Disaster. we found, I, I guess, a total of six in a, in about three hours. Did we I think we played uh, for about five? three hours? Five? Was it six? Maybe well, six. six. We killed five. One of them got away, right? Oh, Didn't you yeah, find one, one that got, got away? away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... It, it and it almost seemed like they were pretty. They were coming pretty steadily. Like it's not like you can always find like three in every system or anything. But like we could find one after looking for a few minutes for the first hour or so, and then we once we killed two or three of them, it seemed to dry up, and we started bouncing around to different systems. And then after a while, we it, it sort of came back, and then we ended up getting another one by the end of the night. So it's I don't know. Maybe there's. Uh, Maybe there's sort of a timer on it. Maybe there's a rate to how fast these things pop out. But anyway, yeah, we did some uh, Orthrus hunting. I don't know. For me, success. that was that was my first opportunity to really get yeah. out and try to kill those things. And I don't know. You're in super cruise for fifteen to thirty thousand light seconds, and then you yeah, they just tend to be far out. Blow something up with no risk of dying, and then you try to find another one. It's just, I don't know. Right. I, I, yeah. Exhilarating gameplay. Luke. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The the thrill of them, like, calling in backup and stuff, they just call, like, I don't know. By the time we get them dead, there's, like, 10 scouts in there. It's not a threat. Yeah. Um. So you're right. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's what definitely called not. Like, three hydras. Yeah, well, I do. I feel like they ought to be calling in something dangerous. That's what I expected when they said they would call for help because because the the scouts are not. I mean, you'd have to be um, yeah. for anybody. I know it, was, yeah. it was described as sort of be, as as sort of like somebody who hasn't fought interceptors to get into AX combat, mm -hmm. um, but it isn't AX combat because they aren't no. really fighting back. Um, it's yeah. it's seeing an interceptor. Yeah. And seeing one blow up. Which has the same model on the radar as a Cyclops or a Basilisk, yeah. which I yeah, found it's... incredibly disappointing. <laughs> it's different colored, and it has a couple of different properties and a couple of extra defenses. But the fact that it doesn't call anything big, you know, it could yeah. they could call a Medusa 
like right near the end and make it so you actually had to like finish the kill and and you know or make waves <laughs> all you'd have to do to fix them really is make them a little tougher to kill but don't have them run away and call in help and then have like a huge payday for killing one but you have so, to avoid the help that's called in and you know yeah, try to yeah. kill them right now it calls in it calls in a bunch of scouts as it runs away and then it's like oh scouts to kill i yeah it's just if no, it goes yeah. away no like, put nobody who of- can kill the orthrus is concerned about the scouts or right. put some sort of randomizer on the thing they call in for help. Like, you know, maybe there's a, yeah. maybe it's a 50% <laughs> chance you get scouts, but maybe there's like a, you know, another 25% chance you get um, a Cyclops and then like a, like sure. a 20% chance you get a, you know, a, a Basilisk or, and then like, but I don't think any of that matters of the fact that the thing runs away, yeah. you know, Orthrus or it's already like a dead box by, t- by the time by the time whatever it calls it would be in timing. gets there, you've already either killed it or it's run away. So then you it would have just to be timing, run away. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. there it's would have just, to be better timing on it. Then yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. I mean, that's the thing. It's a hundred and fifty million credit night. Um, and I haven't. Uh, I haven't. We moved. A, I don't know. A couple of chevrons on that system on that alert system moved. You know, I don't know. Yeah, on what it. Was that a Tuesday or Wednesday night? So the next day Tuesday, it reset yeah. anyway. So it doesn't matter. I don't. Yeah, we were a couple uh, of days from the end of it. So, so yeah, it doesn't matter. So, but then on on uh, Wednesday we did a different thing. Or actually, I can't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. I don't know what fucking day. Anyway, some other time. Um, we d- we did. Um, I was some other some people were on. And I said I'm going to do, do combat. I'm tired of these. Uh, conflict zones because all I see is uh, Cyclops. I did a whole conflict zone. Oh, hey, look at that. I was just at 9% heat and I got interdicted by a Thargoid. Uh-huh. So it we happens. have evidence against... It happens. So evidence against Science. this uh, spamming... Uh, it's scouts. Spamming the uh, heat sinks in order to make it through Super Cruise. Uh, okay, anyway, that's the first time, I think, sincerely, the first time that I've had my heat covered and still got interdicted, so I was sort of thinking that that... It was all scouts, though, you said? It was scouts, yeah. Well, maybe that's why, because scouts, scouts don't really can care about heat it. at all. I mean, when you think about it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. Um, okay, anyway, what was I saying? So, so uh, yeah, the conflict zones seem to be bugged right now. The only interceptors that show up are Cyclops. Uh, some I've heard people say that they um, have seen a Basilisk once in a while. I feel like it's been ages since I've seen one in a conflict zone, but um, the, the rate is wrong. It has to be a bug. So I was pretty sick of that, so I said, all right, we're going to make our own time. So I go to the... Um, invasion system and you you know thargoids will come to you wherever you are it seemed to me that the only safe space actually was the station there's one of them that isn't attacked yet and at that station i waited around for quite a while and nothing popped in but anywhere else you could get interdicted while you're flying around you could drop in oh there here it comes again boy the heat sinks definitely do slow down the rate that you get interdicted anyway so anywhere you go into normal space, uh, Thargoids will drop into you. And we had, 
It's those scouts again. We had excellent luck um, as far as getting different things. In fact, I just went to a Hazrez site first, so we can even use existing POIs if you need to get more than a wing's worth of people in there. So, um, yeah, I went to a, a res site, or we could just drop into space anywhere. And um, the first thing that came in was a Medusa. I ended up seeing, I think, three or four Medusa all night, two Hydra, and about a, I would say, guessing, an even mix of um, Basilisk and Cyclops, so... I'd say that's the way to do it. Of course, by this time next week on Monday, we'll have a patch and supposedly they'll be fixing some stuff. So who knows? Maybe things have, will have improved by then. Wait, we got a patch coming up? Yeah. yeah. More like, on that. Next update? The break. Or I suppose I no, this know. is the interim update that we were promised. Oh. It's going to be on Monday. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's what we did. Um, and it was fun. We just can't use the actual conflict zones that we're intended to use. <laughs> so who knows how much you know? Who much? Who knows how much less influence that had on the progress of the war than if we'd been doing it in conflict zones, where That's we would so... only get Cyclops and fight a lot lower level uh, enemies. But it's a conflict zone. Although those half the time don't even complete. So That's I don't know. So f dev. You can find a better conflict zone by avoiding the conflict zones and just popping <laughs> right. out somewhere. Yep. So F dev. Yep. Uh, Go to a Hazres or not. We went to the safe station, the station that isn't attacked, and then I would just fly into Super Cruise, fly about a megameter or two, and then drop. So I'm like in the drop zone of the station for huh. the sake of repairs. And we just made a little instance there for a wing of us. So anyway, yeah. Um so that's the story. There's some there's some squad news. We've got an exploration report from Grover Kiwi. Um, some in-game news, some dev news. It's gonna be a podcast. What do you say? Yay! Eh? Yay! Right. Yay! Yay! And it's and the time people for the squad all report. They did. Let's see, which is which is the sound for the squad report? <laughs> Is that one going to work for tonight? All right. Hey, it works for me. Report. All right. So we currently are at war in 23 Andromeda. That one just started today at 00. Uh, and we are at war again in HIP 4907. This time it is again for control. Someone has pushed Helsinian Knights back up into us. Uh, that started yesterday. We are ahead 1-0. to Both of those we need to win. Uh, we are... In expansion from 7 Andromeda, this was the expansion that we pushed because it was the least bad option. Because um, I guess we're close enough to the front lines that we're getting a lot of traffic in these systems and they're just going nuts. That's really all that's going on on the faction front. There's a couple of systems where we're trying to actually build up influence. All of that is listed in the standing orders post that Blooming Wind is maintaining. Uh, as far as the Thargoid War goes... <clears throat> Excuse me. For the Oya battle group, the, the targets. Damn. <coughs> My turn to talk, and I start coughing. The Oya battle group's targets are Jing, Jing, J E N G, which is currently at forty six. Jenga. <laughs> Not quite. Jenga. <laughs> um, Benin, Beninek Pino 
which is currently at 6%, and HIP 2422, which as of the time we started the show, completed tonight. Um, Jing, yeah. Well, it was a like an 8.4 million billion, excuse me, population system, and it and Alliance made it their primary for this week. So they had a whole bunch of people there. Uh, Jing, we really need to try to focus down and get completed. It is a terrible system to try to fight in because it only has two small outposts, orbital outposts. It doesn't have a large. It doesn't have ground bases. Um, but if we don't uh, go ahead and get it taken care of now. Next week, all of the the ports will be under attack, and then the week after that, there will be no ports, and it will be Thargoid-controlled. So it's never going to get easier than it is right now. Uh, and then you know, overall for Oya, Oya is stable at 49 controlled systems. There are currently, f- well, there were four under invasion when we started the night. One of them has been completed. So there's still three systems under invasion, there are eight alerts, four of which are populated alerts, and there are eight systems in recovery. So um, we've done pretty good at containing Oya. Overall, <laughs> the Thargoids control 524 systems. With another and that, 20. That's expanding, right? Like that number grows each week? Well, the, the big burst of expansion, because they had a whole bunch of invasion systems and stuff when they when the maelstroms first landed, so the big burst of controlled systems is over. But there's 524 that are controlled now. There's only 29 that are current invasion systems. Uh, outside of Oya, I don't know how many of those may be in the last week. It's entirely possible that we can roll all or most of those back before they become controlled. There are 94 alert systems right now, though, so some of those are going to be uninhabited and they're just going to go straight to controlled. And across the whole bubble, there's 28 systems in recovery. So, I mean, we're, we're making progress, slowly mm-hmm. but surely. Last week, for the, the first time, uh, AXI was able to reclaim a controlled system. Woohoo! Um, yeah. All which, right. And they, there's now very strong evidence that... Um, the difficulty of reclaiming a system is uh, related to how far away it is from the maelstrom. Because the the system okay. AXI, yeah, the system AXI pulled back was either thirty point four or thirty one point four light years away from the maelstrom, uh, and they were able to move it relatively easily with just a, a fairly controlled group of people doing it. Uh, not you know not going hog wild and sending everybody there. They took a very selective group of people and just recovered it. So uh, mm-hmm. that that may be something to look forward to in the future. Maybe possible right. to pull some of those back. And then of course you know we've got a patch coming in Monday, which may or may not fix any number of bugs with the bugs. Yeah, yeah. Fully but, expecting a lot of stuff that we've learned about the difficulty could get changed. Yeah, I do too. Because I think a lot of the bugs are holding back what we can succeed in. I I think, especially the CZ bugs, I think, are a problem. Yeah. And we may see some fairly rapid uh, progress after that patch comes in, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, they may introduce another bug with the patch. Who knows? (laughs) This No. But I'm not salty. Um, (laughs) 
but the information for all of that is in the standing orders post in the faction section of the Discord, and we also are posting um, all of the stuff from AXI, PDES, Operation Ida, OYA, and we're putting all of their priority lists and everything into uh, our standing orders section. Oh, you are? In a separate okay. post. Yeah, it's all rolling in there. So, All right, Brad. Um, I had seen, I, I think it was maybe today or yesterday, um, I think it was Operation Ida, they had done a test. They basically picked a system and said, only run cargo missions, Missions. right? Cargo missions. Cargo missions, so not commodity deliveries to the market, but cargo missions, which is more difficult to do, right? Because it kind of requires you to be there and then go find the thing. And, And I guess they decided that the progress specifically just from that was not great. Like it was de-emphasized in an invasion. That, that that was the conclusion that they came to. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're going to have to work something out because it's at at this point it is literally easier to ignore alerts, let them become invasions, and then and try then, to smush them in the first week, and then smush them. Yeah, with because you can do all the combat in the invasions. Um, yeah. It's literally easier to save an invasion than it is to prevent one. There's just something not right with that. Right, right. Okay. Okay, great. Um, Well, now since I'm playing segments, uh, let's just jump ahead and do our exploration report. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Thanks, Grover. Space. It's a dangerous business, Frodo. Going beyond the bubble. You engage your frameshift drive. And if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. And this is the Exploration Report. This week, I want to talk about something a little personal and something that speaks to why I love exploration. Last year, I got involved in the Twitter exploration community, a mostly awesome bunch of commanders sharing stories and experiences of Out in the Black. One of the most famous and prolific, Commander Picard of Mission Farsight, had dedicated some of his Earth-like world discoveries to other exploration commanders. It was a real shock and honour when he dedicated one of those discoveries to me. It was an Earth-like world near the galactic core and bordering a planetary nebula. He sent me a DM with the system name and I tucked it away for the right time to head out. Just before Christmas, I set up my ASP Explorer, renamed it to Farsight, and headed out to the system Commander Picard had dedicated to me. Now I did reach the system and it was awesome, but what was really interesting was how I found myself getting there. The plan was to dash there and back, using the neutron plotter to navigate the 25,000 light years each way. It started okay, but along the way I felt like I was missing out. Not from all the activity in the bubble, mind you, but on all the systems I was passing along the way. I still wanted to get there fairly quickly, but I also wanted to stop and see what I could discover along the way. There's something to me that is completely alluring about being the first to discover a system. It's not about having my name on it. It's not about the money I can get from scanning. There's something else. Something about being alone to do my own thing, to being the first to somewhere, to finding something special amongst the mundane, maybe even finding something noteworthy. 
there can be a real case of FOMO when you're out in the black, seeing all that's happening back home, but the pull of the unknown is stronger. Explorers do have different motivations of why we do it, and we tackle exploration in vastly different ways, but the pull of space is just as strong. And there is a community of explorers and travellers that's never really too far away. I hope, for my part, I can encourage a few more to leave the bubble, even just for a little while, and see what our galaxy has to offer for themselves. And to Commander Picard, who was a catalyst in my latest adventure, 07 and safe travels. I hope we can cross paths again one day. In exploration news, the fourth quadrant expedition is about to start on the 1st of February. Supported by the carrier Kalangos 2 and leaving from system 54 City, the expedition will stop at a number of important lore and galactic points of interest. Being connected to the carrier is a must, as some of these destinations can only be reached by carrier, or if you get yourself there, only a carrier can get you back out. Our own Jared crew has plotted a course along the eastern edge of the galaxy as he travels from Sagittarius A back to the bubble. You can follow along with his posts on Inara, and also follow the route he takes in EDSM. And finally, speculation runs rife over how Vista Genomics are still paying out such handsome rewards. Word on the street is that it has caused quite a run on the Gutemeyer big ships as new billionaires try and flex in front of season AX pilots saying, I'm rich too, bitch. Links to the explorations mentioned can be found in the show notes. This is the Exploration Report, coming to you live from the future. 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 Help. Chig has my dog. Right. (laughs) Chig, you bastard. uh, Wow. (laughs) I don't know what I did. Grover, I'm sorry. I'm rich too. You know what you did. Bitch. All right, anyway. Just jotting that one down. You took his dog, dude? I don't know what that's about. Uh, sure. Sure, Why is Chig Well, in Chig's defense, it is in the future. Yeah. I mean, I, it is. I just so, haven't taken it yet, apparently. You just oh. haven't done it yet. This is like yep. uh, that Minority I'm, Report stuff. Yes, I was going to say that. Oh, shit. That's Pre-crime. Right. Yep. Oh, well, anybody who napping. knows, anybody Tom, who knows Chig, I mean, pre-crime. Tom Cruise is coming after you right now. What are you going to do? Until they come after him for his pre-crime. Uh, pre-crime Tom, Tom Cruise pre- is a dog thief as well. We're going back I'm to lost. the year 2000. It's like, so, you, uh, hold yeah, on, everybody. 2000. Speaking of dog, dog crimes. Have you ever well, heard what year did Mike, that movie anyone, come out? You haven't heard from Michael Vick lately? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever actually heard from him personally. I'm going <laughs> to... Go on past that and pretend that didn't happen. What year did Minority <laughs> Report come out? Uh, that's a Philip K. Dick. Uh, so 2002. We're going back to 2002. Getting uh, the Wayback Machine. And by right. the way, if you if anybody is a fan of Tom Cruise, don't look at his teeth. You will see the monotooth, and then you will never be able to unsee it. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so we got some in-game news. There's a CG. Is it still going on? Is the CG still going on, everybody? I have no idea. Wow, nobody knows. Okay, so there's a a new CG popped up because Azimuth was all like, hey, 
Uh, remember us? We're the evil ones. Yeah, so we're going to do something awesome that you all want because everybody keeps saying, oh, man, the, the limitations on AX weapons, that's not to make the gameplay challenging and interesting. That's artificial and dumb, and we should get rid of it. And so Azimuth, to the rescue, Azimuth did a thing, and they're not evil, so it must be the right thing to do. So anyway, they're making this uh, module... And that was a fun real, little rant I did. Oh, the, man. The delivery, the delivery CG is done. The delivery CG? Okay, so there was a delivery and combat aspect to it. One of them's complete already. You can yeah. still do combat for Azimuth. Good good yeah. on you. Protect Azimuth Biotech. Yep. Be that guy. That doesn't sound like a good idea. So they and they announced this all and, and said also that called Tanner a war criminal and said they were really mad about <laughs> Tanner getting pardoned. <laughs> it's like, oh god, so stupid. Um, anyway, so the, the but the point of it is, um, you're gonna have optional size three and five modules, which will grant either one or two additional AX weapons being fitted to your ship. So, no more whining, noobs. I yeah. wish it was additional AX weapons. They were just strapping them to the outside of your ship. Like you could still have all your hard points, but then you get the <laughs> AX multi-cannon strapped to your ship. Now I'd be interested. I do like the normal chieftain build and then just have two size three multi-cannons on each of those little uh, thruster struts there just hanging off the side there, just doing their own thing while I do my thing. Oh, fuck that. Fantastic. On the chieftain, mount them right in front of my canopy so it quits blowing out. That's where I want them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they double on, his man. armor. Yeah. You don't lose canopies in chieftain, Chig. You you build your ships correctly. <laughs> don't lie to me. Hey, now, don't, people don't, who, don't people assume who I do of, anything correctly ever. All right, here, here's a bit, because people. this is going to come back around later, but people... Uh, People like when we do deep dives on on uh, game mechanics. So here's a little here's a little snippet for you. Every ship in the game has the same canopy integrity. There, your minds are all blown. So how many SRV bays should I install in my AX combat ship? <laughs> Shut up, Lark Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, savage. Oh, savage no, Lark stuff. Shadow posted another ship this week. And I had sworn I wouldn't look at his ship builds anymore, but I did and had to build it better. And he still came back with reasons why, you know, he wouldn't do it that way. I, I don't right. Know. I right. literally, I literally made it with like twice the armor, twice the shields, three time the module nah. reinforcement, and nah. I let him keep his SRV bay, let him keep his collector <laughs> limpet, and I made that thing a tough little bastard. But he, nah, I can't nah. do that. Nah. Why, why make it? Why make it more effective? He's true to himself. I know. He's, he knows he's, his truth. He's yep, a happy yep. little feller. I love Lark Shadow. He always, I, I think he's doing it on purpose now just to try to trigger me. <laughs> he's always having, when he plays the game, he has fun. That's more than I can say for the rest of us. I'm yep. guessing he blows <laughs> yeah. up a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does, but hey, what are you going to do, right? So, okay, so what do you guys, what do you guys think? Um, we had previously discussed about increasing AX weapons capacity. That was before we knew exactly the way it turned out to, to go. What do you think? Do we still know they exactly it? how it's going to turn out? Are we we don't know you're going to get back. one or two guns, and it, it consumes a module. Yeah, you don't know if you can have more than one of those optionals in there. Yeah. But it would be pretty ah. rough to have more than one. I mean, yeah. you'd run out of hard point slots. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, And I assume these don't work for the Guardian weapons either, right? That's the they other unknown. Just, 
Okay. Yeah, yeah that's sure another yet. assumption, making an ass yeah. out of you an option. But I think you guys pretty much had it last time we talked about this, though, that if if you were adding more than four Guardian modules, you'd just overheat and consume too much energy. You wouldn't be able to anyway. Exactly. That problem yeah. takes care of itself. It's going to balance itself. Yeah. So, no problems. Yeah, but Although, having more weapons would be, in a way, would be okay, because then I just wouldn't shoot those guns, and I wouldn't have to synth more ammo. I'd just shoot one gun, some guns till they're <laughs> empty, and then shoot <laughs> the other ones after. Yeah, you could do that. I, I know how it would be end, but I still want to see the T-10 all-gauze cannon on one trigger. I just, I, know. I want so to see I. it. <laughs> Instantly to 500% heat. Instant supernova. Uh, yeah. it, it almost does that if you're all pack hounds and you have zero <laughs> pips and weapons yeah. and you fire them. It, you get hot <laughs> fast. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Uh, well, um, I mean, really, this because it's an optional module that it takes up, um, it's, pr- I mean, you could, you'll be do, able to do these in pythons and, and uh, you know, that, that level of ship. And then kind of the Sweet. large ships and stuff. That's the only reason it's, it's the only thing that it's really going to be viable for, right? Yeah. I think. I think, yeah. yeah. And that's fine, I guess. Um, it's not going to turn you into an interceptor. You know, it's not going to turn your, your anaconda or your corvette into an interceptor it's, killer. It's to, to bump up your damage when you're running the multi-cannons. Yeah. Right. That's what it's for, which is fine. <laughs> It's yeah. fine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Were, were I mean, we yeah. supposed to at some point have to have a rework of like a core game function? Is this that? Uh, they're still <laughs> thinking that's scheduled for. That was supposed to be early 2023. Oh, I thought so, that was supposed to be like well, early 2016. It is huh. early 2023. <laughs> so. I think we're thinking that that update 15 would probably be that. That that's the speculation I've heard. Somebody course, pull up the no roadmap. That affects. <laughs> say. Oh God! Of course, they've already. <laughs> in my opinion, they've deviated pretty significantly from the roadmap because one of those updates was supposed to be performance related, and none of that ever came to pass. That roadmap <laughs> was literally written on a napkin, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> seriously, in, in was pencil. It? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turn uh, left at Seven Eleven. I don't know. That's kind of how I feel. All right. Well, so that's. That um, that CG is happening. We're going to be able to buy the modules from the rescue ships when that's done, right? I think so. Yeah. I think that's what they said. I'm not yeah, going to pull the, the website up the, right now. The size 3 module is supposed to be immediately available. The size 5 will be available, quote, later. How many unquote. more modules oh, okay. get released that go on the rescue ship only before the rescue ship becomes the, the outfitting ship? I'm just curious. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. It's like everywhere. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, dev news. Here we go. Uh, so the Frame Shift Live, the the return of the Frame Shift Live live stream show was postponed because producer Adam got COVID. They're coming back. It's going to be this week, so Thursday, four days from now, it's back. Great. Um, I assume they will be talking about the new update, the interim patch that we're going to get, because what is now called 14.2 is planned to deploy on Monday the 30th. It's a week from today as we record this. And what they've said about it in the Discovery Scanner is that it will include um, more actions to take against Thargoids will further contribute 
to the pushback bar. Improvements made to the UI, specifically giving commanders better guidance on how to impact the pushback bar. I read that verbatim. I copied it from the site. I mean, I guess I sort of get what they're talking about, but I don't really understand what those words in the, that order exactly like mean. They, pull up bar. They, they very cryptically, <laughs> they very cryptically said they were going to try to not be as cryptic about how the mechanics work. Yeah, they, I think I think we're supposed to be getting more information about what actually causes the influence to change. And we've discovered that apparently they call the progress bar the pushback bar. <laughs> now, if it pushed back instead of simply resetting to zero every Thursday, don't, I wouldn't have nearly there. as much of a problem. Don't go anyway, there. Well, that's why um, it's, a, it's a pull-up bar, because you pull up, and if you don't get all the way to the top, you go back to the back. bottom. Yeah, you're all the way back down to the ground. So it should be a pull-up bar. Not a pushback. That's bar. fantastic. I'm just going to argue with them on everything these days. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also said that uh, stability improvements to conflict zones, alongside a number of additional generalized fixes, will be delivered via finalized update notes in due course. Which is a lot to say, but basically they're going to they're going to tell more at the time. But basically, yeah, they're going to try to fix the damn conflict zones. All right, I'll, fantastic. I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. Do yep. it. Um, the yeah, the general idea that conflict zones get stuck when there's more than one person in them, and sometimes progress you have to start like jumping out to super cruise and back one at a time to figure out who it was stuck on and get the progress bar to start moving again, or the thing where only scouts come for like the entire conflict zone. These have been bugs for years. Yeah. <laughs> so and and they claimed that they fixed them in a previous update. So. You know, glad that the attention is on it now and, and it shot right to the top of the issue tracker this time. But, you know, AX pilots have been dealing with this for years, so I, I do hope it gets fixed. And I am a little cynical because they've, quote unquote, fixed it before, just like the flickering shadows that are still there. So anyway, um, so that's what's going on. They're going to, and I'm sure they'll tell us more about it on Thursday. Actually, I'm not sure. I'm sure they'll tell us. I'm sure they'll repeat the info we already have on Thursday, and then on like, uh, yep, you know, Monday morning or whatever, right before deployment, we'll get a patch note. So, anyway, huh. and it will say the same thing. <laughs> yep. <Nearly. laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I expect more detailed patch notes, right? Because the patch notes are typically quite quite a lot longer. I'm hoping for something like that, but I'm not expecting anything any more information before Monday, personally. Yeah. I'd like to go back through like all the old patch notes and see like if things have been said they were fixed in multiple patch notes and how many times. I, I just I yeah. feel like it's happened. Oh yeah. Uh, the shadows specifically, the flickering shadows oh, was yes. claimed to be fixed on two separate updates and it's still there. But I mean And I, AX conflict zones at least once. The whole tiling thing, I'm surprised they don't just more often say, Well, that one's too hard to fix, so we're not gonna fix it. Remember when they came out and said <laughs> yeah, that at that time? Yeah. It's like, ah, it would, it would take more effort than it's worth to fix this. It's not that bad. Move on with yeah. your lives is what they said, essentially. Basically. Paraphrasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Any other, any other comments on that stuff? How many uh, shares of Frontier stock do we own now, guys? Um, Point one. Man, I forgot all about Actually, that. Let's, yeah, let's I, didn't, quick, I didn't buy any. Do a quick share watch. You guys didn't what, buy any? I, I dumped all my savings into the stock. Guys, it's we said we were going to have any this. savings. <laughs> <laughs> guys. I spent it all on this. Guys, we said we were doing this together. What? <laughs> I got a family. I can't, 
<laughs> little date, little date is his entire college fund <laughs> on one share. You hadn't what? been saving for long, in fairness. <laughs> share like six dollars or something the last time we lost. Yeah, well, like I mean, he was change. just born, so it couldn't have, it couldn't have, you know, it couldn't have accrued much. much. <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, we don't. We, no, we're not talking about stonks again. Okay, I refuse. <laughs> so anyway, uh, discussion <laughs> points, everybody. Time for discussion points. So uh, a while ago. The uh, CMs called for feedback on the Thargoid War. It went up as a as a post on the forum, and eventually I didn't I didn't see it because it was on the forum. But eventually somebody told me about it, so I went in and told them. I told them, uh, "Did any of you? Uh, yeah, you get notice slash partake of this? No, I don't Nobody even know what you're about. <laughs> no. Okay, all right. Well, for my part, I I. Kept it very civil. No, I'm I'm not like a I'm not like a jerk when I talk to people about this stuff. I'm only a jerk on this podcast. I <laughs> felt like you couldn't get through that just on sort of feedback about, you know, how's it going, what mechanics are working, what what suggestions do you have? I feel like unfortunately it's too shrouded in bugs at this point. So it was like, yeah, you know, get the conflict zones in, in order. Um, the mission rewards. It was a big thing. The combat, Thargoid combat mission, uh, uh, they're totally out of whack right now. They're just absolutely banana pants, and I can't figure out what they're thinking. Banana Uh, pants? Everything is, um, well, it's it's really consistent, so I can tell you, like, exactly what's going on with it. There's, every time you look at the mission board, there's going to be, like, seven or eight missions. Oh, here we go. There's five this time. I can even show it. Okay, so there's a few. They're all for an unreasonable number of Thargoids, six Medusa, 11 Basilisk, 13 Basilisk, seven Basilisk. Half the time there's like five Hydra on here. And then there's one at the bottom that says hunt down and kill a Thargoid whatever, Cyclops or Basilisk or something. So there's one mission for one, and it's the only one that's not a wing mission. Okay. All of these are for just minuscule rewards. I mean, the money doesn't matter. We only care about the... the um, uh, uh, engineering mats anyway, but they're always for one unit of a grade five mat, which is so painfully stupid. You know, back in the day, the, the Thargoid invasion systems were, you could make missions that were five five units, which is what all the other normal missions are when you're trucking stuff and things like that. So this is silly, this is stupid. Um, but just the numbers of them, you know, the the smallest number I have here on this board that I'm looking at, six Medusa, Look, I don't have a problem killing six Medusa, but considering they don't, they don't even turn up in your bugged conflict zones right now. Like, I went out, I had to go elsewhere, and I mean, still, six is going to be a lot to find if there isn't signal sources out there where I can actually pick which interceptor I'm going to get, right? Which there isn't in these systems. You have to kind of find them randomly. I don't mind finding things randomly, but, you know, one Medusa would be reasonable. One Medusa, give me some engineering rewards for that. That's a mission I can complete. Here's the other thing. This, on nowhere on this mission board does it say when the timer's going to run out. But guess what? They do have timers. You just can't see what they are. So you, t- you find one for five basilisks and take it. Well, shoot, I only encountered four that night to the best of my abilities. Well, I'm going to fail that mission now. And I have no idea what the timer is before I pick it up. So anyway, that's, that's real bad. 
So that was my comment. And then of course the other thing is, it's just the, 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 um, the reset causes, you know, most Wednesdays and sometimes Tuesdays to be irrelevant. Any work we're doing in systems, it's, you know, we've either completed one or, and we're too far off from any of the others or something to that effect. Um, and that's, that sucks. That's not the way it should go. You know, a partial, like up the pushback bar to use their parlance should push back, not reset. And then we wouldn't be just throwing our, our effort away on those particular days. You know, those effort spent on those days would count just as much as effort spent on any other day. So anyway, that was my, that's my feedback for the war so far. Besides that, I, I really feel like it's hard to evaluate because the conflict zones don't work. And for several weeks, we had problems with mission boards and it's tough. And, and to think that the skill, the difficulty level has been being adjusted in the background once or twice under these conditions, ridiculous. So that's my feedback. Would, would anybody want to offer some feedback? <laughs> um, uh, I ditto what that guy said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. With me? I just want to echo really? what Chig Push said. Back bar. Hold on. Hold on. A <laughs> you said it was hard to argue with me? With what, what you, you said. With what you said. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Honey, did you hear that? Say it again to my wife. Hold on. She's here now. Say that again. It's what now? Hard to argue with what? I said he's very argumentative and full of salt. Oh, man. <laughs> he says he loves you very much. Actually, uh, <laughs> Jay and Trax, of all the people I've ever, like, gotten into debates with, he's very uh, is amenable, the word. He's, he's very easy to discuss because if you make a good point, he's like, man, that's a good point. So he's easy to argue with. He private messaged me and asked him to send him a picture of my boobs. I feel harassed. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. All right. I heard he Hard stormed over turn. Kiwi's dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well. The answer is no. We don't have any additional feedback. Yeah, they don't have any additional <laughs> yeah, feedback. Well, that's the feedback I sent. Of course, I was on like page 14 by the time I even knew that the that, that thread existed. So yeah. hey Bruce, if you ever get the if you ever get my message, it's sincere and I hope you I hope you actually read it and well, care. Because the, the, here's the thing: the rest of the thread is a mix of actual feedback and then people saying things like uh, the Xeno scanner is too hard. Like it doesn't, you have to be too close. And so it's like, this is what's happened now. Thargoid combat has, has gone mainstream and that's caused people to think that it should be, I guess, lowered in difficulty so that if you have no experience in it, you can be good at it. Um, I, you know, I, I guess I'm going to take over for dubs on the podcast at this point. It's not easy. It's the hardest stuff in the whole game that isn't, you know, high-level PvP. Why do you... Ugh, it's not going to be made easy. Like, it's dumb. I don't know. I, I have no problem with the Xeno scanner, and I guess my perspective is from from that of, like, an experienced AX pilot, but come on. it's come What on, did you man. think was going on? What did... You know, all these people who hadn't gotten into AX until now, and it's like, the Xeno scanner's too hard. You should change it. Like... So should the whole, the difficult part of this game be dumbed down and, oh, we don't have enough AX guns. Why is there a limit of four? To make it freaking interesting, like, of <laughs> course. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little I'm a little salty about the whole 
the 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 seemingly the the public opinion of we should just dumb this all down like you know what it's possible to do it's not like they made this so that it, you you can't complete it <sighs> I, anyway. i'm with you man i'm with you but we need to rewind like about 10 minutes and <laughs> and then redo like the last 10 minutes cuz we got to say that you put on loose screws opinions of the war and stuff and you put it up there you know from all of us it was oh, it wasn't pretty your much. It, it, yeah, we, okay. we, we talked for hours and, about this and that was that's what we came up with yeah we yeah we came up with so do you think i should put that on the forum do you think that'll make it carry more weight because i distinctly think that it won't <laughs> it will not it will not <laughs> Yeah, I don't want my name on it anyway. Never mind. <laughs> um, okay, I, I'm I'm feeling bad. Like I I actually I I don't mean to complain about people who haven't gotten into AX combat, but like if you aren't experienced at it, and then you go in and your comment is this should be easier. Come on, you can't you can't be taking yourself seriously in that moment, right? But whatever. That seems to be the one of the major takeaways from this thread seems to be the Xeno scanner. Oh man, that thing's hard to use. Yeah, but anytime you see new player stuff on the forums, you know, they complain about yeah. just weird stuff too. Super Cruise sucks. You know, it's like, well, yeah, but it, it <laughs> All gives right. you a sense of scale, go, go, you know? It's, yeah, go go play uh there's a different game for that. What is it? The the cartoony one there. Uh, Pac-Man. Uh no, I was thinking oh. of um no uh, man's sky. sky and stuff. Namanski. Yeah. That's the one. Namanski. Yeah. It's the one. Um, Donkey Kong. All right. Well, so the, that was a, that was supposed to be a discussion topic, and apparently it's just me ranting. All right. Here's a well, discussion topic. That's the thing is we, we like <laughs> lately, uh, we do everything we can not to get more salty than old men yeah. normally are. And it's it's been difficult. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we, we have, uh, get, we do get suggestions from time to time and I did write down that we should discuss a couple of these. So, um, we have a show feedback channel in the discord and we do see everything you post in there. Um, it's set so that, uh, other people who aren't, um, cast members don't get to read the message history. Um, so sometimes people get confused and think that their message didn't go through or something. No, we, we can see them anyway. Um, so the topic was brought up about when we do these sort of uh, deep dives about a particular aspect of the game. Uh, and that has, that has come up a couple of times. And I always feel like, I always feel a little strange when we do them, like we've gone on too long and it's going to be like this boring thing. But we do, you guys see the same thing, right? We send, tend mm -hmm. to kind of get the feedback that those are good. Um, Okay, go, I go accept figure. that those are good, and I'm going to get over it. <laughs> but go. then, so now my, my, my question is, how often should we do them? Because it's like, uh, you know, we did one about one particular topic. How long before there's enough people who haven't heard it, you know, and we should do it again or something? So what do you think? And And what do they want deep dives on? Yeah, right. Right. So um, I would love just some, dis I mean, if, if everybody in Discord wants to talk about that, like what what we can do, I wouldn't at all mind having sort of a schedule of, of things um, to have discussions about because it's much better, it's much better content than me ranting. Yeah. Oh, rather oh, than us it? just complaining, <laughs> actually teaching yeah. people stuff about the game and then we can show yeah. know, how smart Trax is because he knows the most about everything. So it comes in handy. <laughs> Um, but we, I, I like handy guy to have around. 
we get a lot of comments and compliments on those, as well as we haven't done a hardware show in a long time either. We should do one of those That's again true. sometime soon. Well, we were holding off on that because all the GPUs like hadn't really come out yet, yeah, and now everything's have. come out. So, yeah, and, who, and the answer's the same. Don't buy the new ones. Buy yeah. last year's models. Who, who would think that people enjoy it when we get geeky and talk about the mechanics of a nerd <laughs> computer game we play or when we talk about hardware? I mean, go figure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a um, bunch of you know there's a bunch of topics we could get into one night. I mean, we could just talk about FA off one night and benefits of yeah. that versus yeah. that. You, that we we could talk one. about you know different flight gear, keyboard and mouse versus the different Hoda setups and stuff. We can go through all of that stuff. You know, there's all kinds of yeah. things we could get. We would into. need a keyboard and mouse rep though. I, I don't I, think anybody here. No, plays you should write and a keyboard and mouse rap is what we need. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I don't like this. I dare you. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like this. Yes. So but, so the yeah. specific thing that was asked that we can totally fit into this episode was gun sights, trailing or leading? Huh? Ah. Depends on projectile velocity. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. And whether you're using missiles, because missiles, as far as I can tell, don't, don't work matter. at all with yeah. trailing. So, so the typical site that everyone's used to is leading, um, and so that's the one that. Um, no, I'm going to make this so that it's not just Justin talking the whole time. Jake, no. what's the what's the leading site? Oh, hold on, it's Le- when it puts a. a- I don't even know. It's a reticle. <laughs> uh, like, like where um, that ship is going to be let, when your projectile gets there. Let me well, let me take this yeah, over do it for better, you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nurgle. So leading is showing you where you need to point there. for your guns to hit the target. Trailing is showing you where your guns are going to hit based on where you're facing right now. Did I get yeah. that right? Yeah. So why would you use one over the other? So typically it it defaults to leading and that does end up being the best for most guns in the game. And of course this is only for projectiles anyway, right? Like anything that anything that's hit scan, like a laser or rail gun doesn't matter. And hit scan means it hits where you're pointing instantly. For people yeah, there's no there's no travel time to lead at all. Yeah, so like rail guns and lasers are instant. I I use the uh, trailing gun sights when I am doing AX combat, when I'm using the modified shard cannons, or when I mess around with the AX multis a bit, because I don't want to mess around with the Xeno scanner. So I don't because so I can't target the hearts. But I can just right. line up those those trailing um, dots on the heart, and that covers it. Yeah, actually, I hadn't thought of I hadn't realized it till just now when you said it. But because the enhanced uh, multi cannons have such a high fire rate, they're in the they're, what are they four thousand per yeah. second? Something yeah. like that. So, yeah. So that's I mean, and the the modified. Um, the modified guardian stuff, the azimuth or, or salvation guns, um, plasma and shard cannons fire at about six thousand meters per second, um, which is so very fast. Yeah. So the the struggle with using trailing, you know, you basically your your reticle is going to slide around in front of you as your ship is turning or having any kind of sideways velocity compared to your target, I should say, and. 
in most cases with like the projectile weapons that are normal human weapons, like plasma accelerators, for example, their shot speed is like around a thousand meters a second or something. It's relatively slow. So most of the time at the velocities that you engage in combat, your reticle would be off your screen. It wouldn't even be visible. So it's unusable trailing for, for something like plasma. You got to use leading. But for these guns, since they shoot at like 4,000 meters a second or 6,000 meters a second, that's much more reasonable and the reticle doesn't even move that much. Uh, so you basically just point it at the ship, or in this case for Thargoids, at the part of the ship you want to hit. Yeah, I don't carry one of those scanners. Um, I look at the glowy part and I put my reticle there. That's how I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome that they work for multi-cannons too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Magic. Does that make sense, everybody? Have we done it? I think we did it. So, so you can't you can't get the benefits of the gimbaled multi cannons, but if you're using them, if you're using the fixed ones, this right this works. Higher damage, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Um, I I get that it's difficult to use the Xeno scanner in an environment where the Thargoids are hostile from the beginning. It really is. I tried. I, it actually hadn't crossed my mind until right now because I realized I just ranted about that for a while but prior to this whole war situation almost any time you encountered a Thargoid they weren't instantly hostile so you had a second to sort of scan them before you would shoot them to aggravate them by a second you meant like enough seconds to scan at ease yeah it's like 25 or something yeah 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 so, okay, I guess that makes a little difference. All right, whatever. They can change the damn Xeno scanner. Just make an enhanced one or something that we can buy from the rescue ships. Woo-hoo. You mean the outfitter ships? <laughs> yes, at the outfitter ships where, the all, the, where all the refugees go. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that, that's it. So we should we should work up like a, what sort of topics do you guys want to hear about? Do you want to do, some somebody the other day had, had posted in Discord that they were just coming back into the game and wanted to, get a refresher on on um, Thargoid combat. I mean, that's that's kind of a big big thing. I feel like something like that is kind of like a go go down to the AX channel, look at the videos in the pins, you know, because there's a there's been even recently there's been a bunch of new like so you're getting into AX combat sorts of videos, right? Go through those and then maybe we should like gather some questions or Maybe we'll do that some night that's not on the podcast, right? We'll just have like, hey, it's AX school time. Bring your questions. But don't, I feel like there's so many videos that are great sort of getting started. Here's what you need to know right now. That's the best thing. Like take 20 20 or 30 minutes for one of those. And then you will have questions from that, right? Well, what about possibly having... Like, I mean, way back in the day, there's like a commander of the week thing. We could have like a commander questions of the week where we have somebody who has a specific topic and they want to come on and they can ask us questions and we can answer them. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, assuming they're available, but they could also write, if they weren't, they could write stuff down too. Yeah. Or or if they wanted to have somebody come on and pretend they are them and ask the questions. Yeah. Oh, we could give, give them In fact, we should have Teflon do it. Yes. I feel like Teflon could definitely, he could act the people who couldn't be here themselves. Yes. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. That's how my daughter talks, by the way. I know that that was, I said that I said a weird sentence just then, but. 
the seven year olds right now, they say I was I was acting a horse. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Is that what, is that of what course. they do? What? Anybody acting a horse is weird. I see I see what you did, <laughs> Nurgle. <laughs> but oh. me <laughs> anyways. No, just um, ideas. We, we want some ideas yeah. like that, just so that it's not just us bitching and moaning every week. Let's, let's get let's get smart. Yeah, let's do that. Quality um, content. I promise awesome. I'll play the game. Yeah. Yeah. You do you. <laughs> What's um I'm out of segments. It's down to it's down to you guys. Well, what yeah. about chick chat real quick? I got, I got yeah, that's what I'm yes. saying. Oh let's go through that. Out of my hands. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's go through that whole thing. No, I'm not the whole D and D thing. No, no. Okay, chick chat this week was all about D and D, and then there was a whole salty section, which was D and D, and then somebody, uh, uh, single malt Scotty was uh, whatever five elite penta elite he is now. Good job, buddy. Um, people posted dogs like McVet, yada yada. But there's only one thing I want to bring up on chick chat this week. Oh, I showed a picture. Did you guys see the picture? Congratulations. Where she painted a crate phantom on her face for me. Yes. That yes. Was, that was really that was really cool. Yeah. So that 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 was pretty cool. She does that uh, once a year. She does that loose screws thing on her cheek, and this year she did the phantom for it. Um, because like Saturday morning, I woke up, and this is a special shout out to Capcom K A P K O M seven. He's a commander, not really active in the Discord that I remember or anything, and I received a private message from him. Last time I got a private message from him was a year ago. Me and him share the same birthday. And he was <laughs> no. the only guy in Discord that knew when my birthday was, and he sent me a private happy birthday message. So Capcom 7, thanks, buddy. Hope your back awesome. feels better because he said his back hurt. But that I thought that was funny. I, I'm like, who the hell sent me a message? And I look, and I'm like, who? what, a year ago? And it's like, oh, cool. We share a birthday. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> so I wanted to give him a shout-out for that because – He's the only one that really cares about me, I guess. Um, but that's my daughter did the Phantom for my birthday. Brought They brought me uh, conies at work, and she had that makeup going on. So that, w- that was pretty cool. And then, nice. of course, more pr- pictures of Brick and Dubs's amazing dog. Then a kick-ass <laughs> stickers on the back of the pickup. I love uh, body piercings by Glock. It's kind of funny. And um, um, something about a donut, some cheese stuff. Some wizard stuff, some uh, Lark Shadow Flying Plane stuff. And that's Chig Chat. That's all I got. All right. Yep. I'm one year closer to Nurgle. <laughs> Catching up. <laughs> okay. Um, is, does that mean where the where's the cheese now? Yeah, give it to uh, Taff. So the cheese uh, this week is feta cheese. Uh, which you haven't had feta, it's uh, amazing. Uh, if you haven't had feta, you're fucking up. I feta see a liar. Feta <laughs> actually occupies seventy percent stake in Greek cheese consumption. Like, it's protected by EU <laughs> legislation. You know, so only like, and I mean that by because only it, only cheeses manufactured in Macedonia, Thrace, Thessaly, uh, Central Mainland Greece. Uh, the Peloponnese, uh, Lesvos, and the Isle of Kefalonia can be called feta. Uh, anything else is is called white cheese. Any other kind of feta, so and that's in the EU. Feta is the greasiest of all cheeses. You're saying? 
<laughs> so to create traditional feta, they use 30% goat's milk, and it's mixed with sheep's milk of animals grazing on pastures in the specific Appalachian of origin regions. So in the, uh, specific, in the specific places of those that I mentioned. And on right the whole, on. feta is pickled curd cheese that has a salty and tangy taste, which is enhanced by the brine solution that it, that they they uh, put in it. Okay. Uh, it depends on the age for the texture. It can be extremely creamy or very crumbly, which is crumbly is what you normally will see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, crumbly is what you want. That's the kind you want. And like, yeah. Let me tell you, you put some feta cheese on like um, anything on a Greek yeah. salad. <laughs> On a sandwich, mm. on a salad, on a pizza. On it's a goddamn wonderful. pizza. Oh, yeah. On a chocolate bar, probably. On pasta. Eh, maybe on not. Goddamn cracker. I, I don't know. Cracker. You put it on chocolate bar. I'll take a whack at it. On I'd, I'd take a whack at that. Uh, yeah, in a heartbeat. Oh, you could put you can put it on bacon. You can put oh, anything on duh. bacon. Yeah. You can put bacon on bacon. You could. It's called bacon on bacon. Well, bacon wrapped a, bacon. You could put some feta on bacon. bacon. Too. Feta, feta. Feta feta. Some feta wrap so feta a, sandwich. But both <laughs> sides, both both buns are just bacon. With feta in the middle. And there's feta in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I so love this. A bacon We've feta sandwich. It's, yeah. Yep. Make it so. A BFS. In fact, you could have two varieties of bacon feta sandwich. It, the question is, is the bacon the middle part or is the bacon the bread? It's well, every if part. You, if you let the if you put the bacon in the middle and the cheese on the outside, it gets all gooey and messy. That's okay. Yeah, so so bacon won't be messy. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Greasy, exactly. Greasy, greasy bacon. I mean, I could wash my hands. It's fine. I can do with that. a lot. All right. Grease. Grease lightning. You use your I've hands been to for grease, that. By the Interesting. Way. Uh, now I want a bacon feta sandwich. Me and you both. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up so we can go make bacon feta sandwiches. I don't. Uh, no, next? no movie anniversaries this week. Yeah, we already did that. Remember, it's they we all, just talked yeah. about. We oh, just yeah, talked that about that. The pre-show. Yeah, they all the next. Yeah, we talked about was, that awesome Nicholas Cage movie I watched. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was. Well, great. I'm having issues. Yeah. I'm having issues like with my audio today. So like, you know, oh. I don't have the voice changer turned on. Oh, sorry. About that. So I'm not. I'm not going to do. So I'm not doing the robot voice at the end. Okay. Well, you well, can let try. Me, let me clear That's all up. Right. Tracks cut a copy of it. I could like. <laughs> Let me clear up what the the truth. the The thing that I put at the top of the show, the show notes. That's because I copy the show notes into the into the uh, podcast notes to go out with the episode. That's why I put those links at the top. It's not because I. It's not because I read them. I read them at the bottom. I'm rich. Damn, bitch. What? What's going on at the top? Oh, uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> that was what. I, that was my suggestion for episode title. Were we talking it's about from Grover's segment? Oh, okay. I'm rich right. too, bitch. That's, that's what the I'm explorers too, say to bitch. the AX guys. I, my Let brain locked up after he accused me of stealing his dog, so I don't know. I, I forgot everything <laughs> he said before that. I'm rich. I think too, that was bitch. before that. And, all right. Anyway, um, well, that's that's it then. We're gonna wrap up this this Dern podcast Dern. and say thank. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. a family show. You got to keep, yeah. keep it PG. Yeah, it up, we, calm, calm down. Calm all right. Down. So this is the this is this has been the Loose Screws podcast. It was all right. You know what are you gonna say? And it's it. Oh, it was probably better than, than again at six percent heat. This heat sink thing doesn't work in the Python.
It's anyway. Bullshit. It's an urban yeah. legend. Urban legend. Heat sinks yeah. and super cruise. Urban legend. Yeah. Turns out to be. I actually thought that was real because I didn't get interdicted for a super long time and I kept my heat under 20%. Then tonight, I've gotten like three times well under 20%. So all bets are off. It's completely random. changed it because you kept doing it. I think I think the heat sinks thing was a myth, and it, it was hard to prove a negative. Style. So I wasn't I wasn't sure I was doing it right, but I was like, if I you know, anyway, whatever. We've proved it wrong here on the show. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you like the show, you know, give us a rating. That's what else are you gonna do? Come on, give back. Wait, right? give us a good rating. <laughs> Don't ask just for a rating. Ask for a good rating. Five All right, stars. give us a good rating. Five stars only, please. Helps please. people find the show. You can join our Discord at Discord. Oh, for fuck's sake. That scared me. I jumped scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was not expecting it for some reason. Anyway, uh, you can join our Discord at discord.io slash loose screws, and you unless can check out the dick, merch store. Then don't join. In, unless you're a dick, in which case you're going to get yourself filtered out one way or the other. We have a There's a, there's a strong non-dickhead non, uh, vibe going on in our discord you will figure that out if you're a dickhead you're not going to last long that's just what happens yeah anyway and visit our merch store at loosecruzed.com for mugs t-shirts hoodies and more and of course you can can support us on patreon yeah yeah tef's back tef's back yeah i fell back out for the mug we you can um you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash loosecruzed and that's there's nothing left but for me to thank chig Data, Nurgle, and Teflon for joining me for this lively discussion. You should really only thank those that that really help you out. Like I, I shouldn't have gotten a thank you. Not this. Yeah, week. I didn't need. I don't it. know. I, I feel I like you really guys all contributed to this show. Come on. No, no, no. Well, job, you know, well, all of us did something, except Data. He didn't do shit. Something <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys oh, uh, no. before, uh, about my week this week um, earlier. Um, we went. We went to a thrift store. Um, and we were we were shopping for books. And by the way, $20 if, me and my in wife, your pocket? if me and my wife go book shopping, like if you ever seen people with an with an actual addiction, it's like that when we're book shopping. Like we will just start like stack, <laughs> like we will start like stacking books. And I'll pick up something she likes, and she'll yoink that out of my hand, and she'll pick up I like, and I'll yoink it out of her hand. Yoink. Well, I got I climbed down at the bottom shelf. Like I got on the floor, and I was like, "There's history books down here." <laughs> like a true addict. Yeah, there's history. I spent eighty three dollars at a thrift store on books. <laughs> like, let me tell you what I got. I have a full set of Civil War. Like, this is a set of Civil War books, complete with like photographs, details about battles and maps and troop movements. Um, and I got the same thing. For World War II, so like the Red Army Resurgent, the Italian campaign, return to the Philippines, the Battle of Britain, uh, this, you know, Russia besieged the resistance, like the French resistance, the air war in Europe, the Battle of the Bulge, you know, uh, stuff from China, the home front in the USA, how blitzkriegs work. Like I have, I have a whole set of these books. Like these are not small books. <laughs> Huh. And I would just, I saw it and then my wife was like, she's like, all right, get them. And I was like, like all of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like all of them. Like you see how many there are down there. Yeah. And somewhere there's the widow of a history professor that got a room back. 
<laughs> and we also we also got I got uh, two other I got two other novels that I found in there, and my wife got a book on like um, on the history of the British uh, monarchy from um, um, like the even it starts all the way back in the during the English kings before uh, the Norman invasion in 1066 and goes and goes uh, forward all the way up into uh, Elizabeth II. So. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to post a picture of this huge stack of books. Like, like it's incredibly yes. heavy. Yes, you do. Sweet. That's another reason we're building the bookshelf into the wall in the bedroom. It's a good reason. All right. Well, is that a show then, guys? Well, I think something. that's a show. All right. That's what we're calling it. That's what we're going to call it. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, we'll... Then we'll 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 see you, uh, you know, next week and all that. Bye. We'll see you when we see you. Later. Bye. 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 Good night. Bye. I'll miss you. Sweet dreams. Bye.